St. Francis de Sales in a, a really beautiful way was true to, to who God made him to be, the personality that God made him to be. And being true to that, the Lord was able to use him in a very fruitful way in bringing people in his whole area uh, where he ministered and served as bishop back to the fullness, the truth of our Catholic faith. His life definitely was an example of, of a life that bears that hundredfold. He, um, he made really great use of pamphlets and brochures little tracts that were new at the time, relatively new in the sense that you know, the printing press had only come a century before, but he, he made use of it in a really fruitful way. But he also was very authentic in terms of just being gentle-hearted the way that God made him to be at a time when the polemics and, and the hostility was, was so great. He didn't meet hostility with hostility but just, again, was true to who God made him to be uh, with that very gentle heart that was just full of, of charity and not, not feeling like he needed to fit into a pre-existing box. There were plenty of those, but, but not feeling like he needed to do that, but simply just to be authentically who God made him to be. That, that spilled over into all of the teaching that, that he gave when he guided the faithful especially just in the spiritual life. You go to his classics, Introduction to the Devout Life, the Treatise on Divine Love. When you go and you, you, you read what he writes there, you find really beautiful things that encourage us to be authentically free in our response to God the way that he was. And so he, he didn't um, feel like he needed to tell the laity, look, you know, you really need to have a prayer life that looks like a cloistered nun. There were plenty of people who would hold that model up and would mistakenly say to everyone, look, if you're gonna have a really good prayer life, this is, this is what it needs to look like and it's gotta fit into this box no matter what your vocation, your state in life is. He just, he, he didn't do that. He, he, he authentically taught no matter what your state in life is, your vocation is, God wants you to have a beautiful and rich prayer life. But as a mom, or a dad, a husband, or a wife with kids, your prayer life's gonna look different than the prayer life of a cloistered nun or, or a monk. And so he taught uh, the, the, the lady especially how to respond authentically to where God had them. And it, it, it's a beautiful thing. There's a freedom that, that, that comes with that that allows someone to, to give themselves over to the Lord fully and completely with, without feeling like they have to leave their, their state in life, their vocation, their daily life behind, which is always a great temptation. In teaching that, he never um, left room for, for us to kind of blow off and, and be dismissive of what God is asking of us. And so uh, he, he, he calls us to give everything we've got to the Lord, to respond fully to the Lord, but, but to leave all kinds of room for God's grace then to do what it needed to do. A beautiful quote from his that fits with the gospel today is this. He said, the farmer will never be reproached for not having a good harvest, but only 
for not carefully tilling and sowing his own ground. So what, what he knew was that, that when a farmer tills the ground and sows the seed, there's a point at which the seed just has to take over and do what it's going to do. And if rain doesn't come or whatever the weather might be, that's out of the farmer's hands. What he's responsible for is to till and sow the ground. And in the spiritual life, that, that means investing ourselves in prayer, meeting the Lord, preparing the soil of our heart for God's grace to come and do what it's going to do. But everything beyond that, that's in the Lord's hands, and that's good news. We don't have to force it. We don't have to make it happen. The farmer is not going to be reproached for, for, for what may or, or, or may not come up from the ground in terms of the seed. He'll only be reproached if he didn't take up his role of carefully tilling and sowing his own ground. So there's an encouragement there for us to meet the Lord in, in our prayer, but, but allow the grace, the power of God's word, as we heard in the gospel today, to come in and, and to do what, what, what it was meant to do by the Lord, by the power of his word, the power of his grace. So we, we confidently let the Lord have that role that is his, while, while we respond to the coming of the seed by tilling and allowing that seed to be sown in, in the soil of our hearts.